0: Oh, yeah. faster LSU. I see they ain't ready for the LSU. No, they ain't ready for the LSU. Huh? They ain't ready for the LSU. No, they ain't ready for the LSU. Best in the league if you looking for talent. LSU going hard, but we beat Alabama, then we going out to Florida. Drown the gators, everybody getting bucked when we step in the stadium. This is the LSU anthem, you know it's a hit. You don't know another rapper two step like this. See me screaming out the window, yelling purple and gold. I'm an LSU fan, girl, you know how we roll now. Back, back, and back it on up. Hey, back, and back it on up. Hey, back, back, and back it on up. Hey, back, back back, back back, and back.
1: we are live here back in the tigers avenue uh good to be back good to be back zach it's been a hectic week of assignments uh and finals and preparing for more finals uh so yes um, fun stuff yeah if you want to call it that i feel i want to say it's fun I feel it
0: because I've had a pretty, pretty uh, busy and hectic week as well. Uh, we, we've like implemented this like brand new system. Like I know when you were there uh, for, for for those of y'all listening, for those of y'all watching, appreciate y'all joining. Uh, me and Reagan both have worked uh, at two places that were similar. We both worked at a grocery store. Uh, oh, we I didn't anything about that, not together. <laughs> uh, and then Reagan worked at a uh, trucking company uh called jetx and i now work there uh, at that truck company and uh much like you had to kind of get used to this brand new system uh, called mcleod uh we have a new system that we're implementing on top of mcleod called nice profit tools not that anybody on here cares they do not care about it but uh, <laughs> it's, as you as, uh, have had a hectic, hectic week uh with uh finals and and, and getting ready to in school the school semester uh, I've had a pretty hectic week as well. Uh Jared Addison says, What's up, fellas? What's, What's up, man? up, Jared? I uh, hope you're doing Welcome well. Back. Uh excited about tonight's show. Reagan gonna <laughs> I guess recap the end of the kind of regular season and, and, and LSU season as a whole and look forward to the bowl game and of course uh sure. transfer portal craziness going Already on. Are rolling, and, baby? Are rolling? For tomorrow we got two basketball games.
1: Yeah. So uh I mean obviously the i mean i don't know how much of the sec game we want to recap you know i I mean it was what it was i mean georgia was the better team Uh, and i think everybody can look at that and say yes they're just the more physical team they were the more dominant team they owned the line of scrimmage um georgia was prepared for that game if you want to be completely honest uh LSU year one probably didn't belong in that game, but they overachieved and made their way and earned their way to be in that game. Uh, but year one, probably not ready for that kind of a matchup under Brian Kelly. Uh, give it a few more years. And I, I definitely think that the, the Tigers will be competing for uh, the SEC championship again, very well could be doing it next year again. Um, and look, I mean, we could talk about it, Zach. I I mean, you know, Jaden Daniels gets hurt. I mean, he was already hurt, what probably wasn't hundred percent. Uh, sits out in the second half. And, you know, Garrett Nussmeyer comes in and he looked pretty decent. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. He looked good. Uh, he definitely looked a lot better than he did the last time. That's for sure, Zach. Um yeah. again, is. for all the people though, who who like <laughs> he cracks me up. Like all season long we've been we we've been de- we've been seeing this and, and dealing with this, like it's like Oh, Jaden's horrible. Jaden's horrible. Nussmeyer, put Nussmeyer in there. Put Nussmeyer in there, and you know you see Nussmeyer against Southern or 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 UAB, and you're like, (laughs) yeah, And then and then you know, uh, Jaden, he had his struggles at the beginning of the year, but look, he, he had you know the stretch of. Florida and Ole Miss and Alabama and I mean that looked like some really great improvements and played some great football even kind of got his name somewhat into the Heisman conversation guys so let's not just again fall to the same old I don't know tendency that LSU fans seem to have and just immediately toss Jaden Daniels to the side and let's get on to the next guy look we saw what could happen. I mean, we we know we see what it is, like. right? Like Garrett Nussmeyer has no problem, no fear in letting it fly, and our receivers are good enough to go and get it. I, I mean, they are. Jaden Daniels uh, obviously still has to work on that. He He's not fearless like Garrett Nussmeyer is when it comes to just slinging the ball. Yeah. And I think if he decides to come back, which I kind of like our chances, but Mel Kuyper did come out and say, Uh, that he was the fifth-best quarterback prospect in this draft. So, uh, I mean, decision's still up in the air for Jaden Daniels. But, look, um, I I think if you were to come back and spend an entire offseason with this team, now you know who you have. Sean is freaking coming back. Holy crap, Zach. (laughs) Uh, What an incredible thing that Brian Kelly has accomplished with that. We'll get to that here in a minute. But, you know, I think an entire offseason, he's been with these guys now. He knows the coaching staff. He knows what they expect. They have an entire offseason of, you know, they don't have to deal with him coming in, him jailing the chemistry, you know, a, you know whatever it may be. Like, there's a lot of growing that can be done in this offseason, and it could be really, really special yeah. next year if he comes back and improves in the offseason. So let's not just toss the towel in on Jay Daniels, like.
0: And I gotta say, to I gotta do. say, I got into it with uh, another uh, Twitter uh, individual uh, on <laughs> Saturday night after the game, and and look, it, it it just seems it just seems illogical to me some of the takes. Like you got to give it to him. Yes, I agree. Garrett played a great game. Uh, he looked phenomenal. He also had two turnovers. He also had yeah. two turnovers uh that were bad. He it's, had the fumble. And problem, he, had, he had the interception and that he threw in a double coverage. And and I got into it with this guy on Twitter, and he's he's um, he's like he's like if they don't start um Garrett Nussmeyer in, in, in the bowl game, then we're screwed. And I was like, are we just gonna like forget about the Alabama game, forget about the old miss game, forget about the Florida game, like forget about all the games that Jaden excelled. And yeah. he came back and he was like, Are we just gonna forget about the first halves or just look at the outcomes? And I was like,
1: Are what? We just are we just gonna- <laughs> what? so
0: I, I clapped back and I was like, Are we just gonna look at the the, the passing yardage or just and just forget about the turnovers or like what are we, what are we gonna do here? Yeah. Like like it was it's completely illogical. And yes, Jaden has to work as you said, Jaden has things to improve on, has things to work on uh in the passing game, let it rip
1: man let it fly
0: downfield like we're not gonna just like act like he doesn't have his flaws but the big thing that jaden does is he protects the football and coming into the season you had very little margin for error.
1: Hey, hey Zach kind of put your put yourself up for a second. I gotta go take care of a bug in Zeke's room. So Oh okay we got
0: yeah. we got a we got a bug <laughs> problem Reagan's gotta take so, out take over for a minute. Okay. So Listen, I, I think it's illogical to to think uh, the way some of these fans are thinking with this Garrett Nussmeyer, Jaden Daniels thing. Um, Brian Kelly needed somebody in order to have the season that LSU had. He needed somebody that he could trust. He needed somebody with experience. And he definitely needed a quarterback that could protect the football. Because, you know, you look at the Alabama game. You look at um, – games that were very close, like the Arkansas game, the Florida state game, the Auburn game was close. Um, the Florida game was close. Uh, you know, these games where, um, you know, they could have gone either way. You know, obviously Alabama could have won Florida could have won. You know, you turn the ball over, you have a quarterback that's young, make some mistakes um, not just in turning the ball over, but in decision-making you know, how much does that change the outcome of LSU season? We don't know. It's a big what if. But the reality is that you brought in a quarterback that had experience, would protect the football, and that I, it was a big concern coming in because everybody was like, oh, he threw 10 interceptions, which we know what the reality of that is and him being at, at Arizona State. But he yeah. he he protected the football very clearly, well. Yeah,
1: clearly fixed that and, problem.
0: And two of the three interceptions – this season, weren't his fault. The bat off no. the helmet that was completely luck for Georgia to get, get that interception, that's a lucky yeah, play. Yeah, totally. That, just, that's not on Jaden. Something
1: was, crazy that happened. It's
0: crazy. crazy. Uh, the interception in the Tennessee game, that's on Malik Neighbors. He's got to make catch and hit him right here in the hands. He can't drop it and just fall into the DB uh, no. awaiting arms. Uh, the, inter- the only interception that was legit <laughs> his fault this year was in the Arkansas game. Uh, and even that was – Kind of questionable because he looked like he was kinda of gonna go for a pull check, the ball
1: back, yeah. A
0: check down and it kind of just came out like it wasn't a actual decision making, it was just a a this mistake that that happened. So anyways, um I, I I think there's too much of hate going towards Jaden. And look, if you get Jaden back for next season, I mean the sky's the limit for this team. Now you gotta you gotta do some absolutely uh, overhauling on the defensive side of the ball for sure. And we're gonna talk about transfer portal, who's gone in, who's LSU looking at, which is really encouraging. And when you go and you look at two four seven, and you look at the top uh, two guys on the board specifically at corner, where you really really gonna have to make up. You know, it's encouraging to see who. Um, lsu could go after but reagan let's 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 i guess wrap this segment up and then we'll move well we do need to talk
1: we, we well we need to talk about the bowl game briefly we, we didn't talk about the bowl yes, game yes exactly we got to talk about the bowl uh, game and talk about so
0: overall year one under brian kelly before the postseason the right the bowl so game, i guess
1: obviously lsu's playing purdue uh january 2nd in orlando uh citrus bowl i think it's a good bowl Thanks think it's a great bowl for lsu honestly don't care. Uh, <laughs> but so he, here's my thought. He'll got to
0: room. Um, uh, I'm going to pull for him and I, and I hope
1: to win the bowl game. Citrus Bowl champions, whippedy do. <laughs> um, so here's my thought kind of piggybacking off what you said, you, what we were talking about there. So if Jaden isn't 100%, Zach, like if he's not 100% and we're talking about uh, the potential of him making a return, um, I feel like a game against Purdue is a game that you can win with Nussmeier. Uh Do you protect him? Do you hold him out? Uh, is there any reason to play Jaden in a bowl game that, I mean, obviously you want to finish your, your season on a high note, but, you know, the future's, I think, a great, you know, is more important. Do you reserve Jaden and run Nussmeyer out there? Or if he's 80%, do you do you run jaden out there i mean what 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 are your thoughts on that
0: um i i think i have to agree with you i think you know if it's not uh which i kind of agree with you it's not a, anything major with this bowl game but you know it is a chance for him to get to 10 wins you know i would like for jaden to play um but you know i think if 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 he's 100% i think you definitely run him out there sure, no matter what sure. Um, if he's not 100% if he's not feeling himself then yeah run out Garrett it, it, it's a bowl game that nobody really cares about other than you know playing for the pride of LSU and, and trying to get 10 wins which is i think you know that's going to be definitely something that they want to play for in this bowl game that's i think going to be their motivation uh, to get a win to finish the <laughs> season on a positive, positive note especially after the SEC championship and the, i think the biggest letdown of the season the Texas A&M game um, you know, you you want to, you know, get rid of that stink. Um and, yeah. and end the yeah. season with a win, go into the offseason, you know, looking at a potential top ten preseason uh team with Kayshawn coming back, potentially Jaden coming back, uh, and some other guys potentially coming back. That'd be huge. That'd be massive. Uh, and as the golden boots said, it would be BK's sixth straight 10 win season. And y'all, y'all worried about, and y'all are worried about them. Crazy. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think it would be massive for LSU, but I have to agree. It My take is, if he's 100%, let him play. If he's not 100%, you know, Don't. let him rest. Let him get healthy. Play Garrett Nussmeyer, and I still think LSU wins that game with Garrett Nussmeyer. Yeah, today. yeah.
1: So, also, you know, another big thing with this game, big storyline, obviously Jeff Brom has returned to his alma mater – Uh, Purdue's head coach has accepted another job uh, at Louisville. I I, I haven't seen anything about the bowl game or not. Like, Is he foregoing the bowl game? Uh, Or is he going to finish out with the bowl game and then take the Louisville job? I haven't seen
0: uh, Uh, anything positive. I'm I'm pretty positive he is not playing the bowl game. Uh, The line has gone from... Uh, five, LSU favored by five to LSU favored by, I think, ten and a half right now, maybe ten. Let me go check that real quick. Uh, Yeah, they're favored by ten and a half. So, obviously, that has to do with uh, Jeff Brom leaving, and I I think he's not going to be coaching the bowl game. That's why. You know, if he's still coaching the bowl game, I don't think the line gets pushed that much. Sure. Um, But, hey, look, this is a Purdue team that they they played Michigan – very close and it came down to Michigan having to kick a field goal no doubt to win the no game doubt. um and they played them they've got a good defense i know they're 8 and 5 on the year um but this is definitely not a team to just like look over and think okay lsu's got right. it to do i mean we're talking about a team that took the number 2 team in the country the michigan wolverines who in my opinion is probably the only team that could knock off Michigan. I don't think TCU, I don't think Ohio State's going to be that team to knock off Georgia. Um, I think yeah, Michigan's I think the so only either. team that has the, has the chance there. Now I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong. And somebody surprised me. One of the other two teams surprised me, but I think Michigan is on team to challenge Georgia and Purdue took that team uh, to the final seconds. So, you know, this is definitely going to be a big matchup for, for LSU for sure.
1: So I, I went and looked it up, Zach, kind of, Kind of funny. Uh, Jeff Brom is not coaching the ball game, but his brother Brian Brom will be coaching yeah, yeah. for the ball game. <laughs> yes, so yeah. uh, kind of kind of a neat situation there. Uh, can I talk about the playoffs, Zach? Too. I I don't know who you're rooting for. I mean, I think Georgia's gonna going to win back to back, and
0: I'm and I'm fine Michigan.
1: with that. I hate Michigan and I hate Ohio State. I, I want both of them to lose. I'd be be totally
0: fine with TCU winning, too.
1: I wouldn't be, like, irritated if Michigan wins. I wouldn't be irritated about that, like, but I would be irritated if Ohio State won because I hate Ohio State more than I hate Michigan. Uh, But um,
0: if Georgia wins, I think they definitely uh, have started.
1: That's what I'm – right. Like, I kind of don't want Georgia to win because I don't want – this emergence of Georgia to become like Bama all over again. Like I don't want and that. You
0: gotta deal with both teams in the West correct. And the East.
1: Correct. And and I mean, you're honestly them, TCU no, if you're
0: for the SEC championship and playoff spot, you're gonna have to play them.
1: Uh if TCU won, I'd be I'd like that'd be I'd be happiest be with that. But uh, anyways, it well, would you know, be crazy.
0: What everybody was saying TCU is a fraud, I was saying I actually think they're really good. And here we are today. A, they are the they are the number three team. In the country, which again Stetson I,
1: Bennett, I think, will win the Heisman, but Max Duggan is is him.
0: Yeah, he's good, and he was a backup coming in the season.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, he's he had back, lost man. his starting job, and and then Dug got hurt, and now he's a Heisman finalist. I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool that there are two guys like Stetson Bennett was a walk on, Max Duggan at the beginning of this year, you know, had lost his job, like, and now both of them are Heisman finalists. Kind of cool story, yeah. I know. Stetson Bennett—that's kind of an old story. Like the dude, clearly, is great at football, Uh, but I think that's kind of cool. But yeah, I'd be super pumped if if TCU won it all. Um, So yeah, with Jeff Brom not being the coach uh, of the bowl game, you know, coaching changes and whatnot, I'm not too worried about the bowl game. Uh, Just stay healthy Uh, is like don't have year long, you know, injuries like a torn ACL or. Something that's going to put you out like past next season. Yeah, uh, just try to stay healthy and get a dub, get your tenth win for the season, and you know, end the season on a positive note. Um, and that's about what you can do with a bowl game. That's literally what you do with bowl games. Um, yeah. so Zach, uh, obviously we need to talk about it. Let's uh, get the portal our,
0: uh, comments, though. Real sure. Quick. Yeah, yeah, we do have some we'll comments. You we off. need to get to them. Um, Brandon Reese said BK living up to his contract in year one compared to Fisher in year five, missing. Out a pole game. <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh, we did lose uh, to uh, him though, uh, and I hate in that response to uh what I said. Uh, said, Imagine that Twitter users not making sense. Yeah, I'm sure y'all know about that all all good and well. Uh, Twitter's Brandon Reese said, Booty choosing to come back probably has some of the other draft elbow players thinking about coming back. Yes, it'll be nice if uh, Ojalari comes back, uh, chooses to come back. That'd be massive. I'd be huge. I think, I think, uh, that would, to me, that'd be more of a surprise than booty come back. Uh, to be honest, uh, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be crazy. Uh, Jason Baker said, really? JD misses open receivers at times. I feel there was times when he was just sitting in the pocket, not finding anyone open. I, I do agree. There's times that Jaden no misses no. opportunities to pull the football. Um, so I'm right there with you, Jason. Um, and there, there has been times where there just hasn't been guys open receivers this year have not been getting uh, as open as they have in the years past. And, uh, you know, I think that's something that needs to be addressed with Cortez Hankton and, and those guys. Um, you know, definitely doing a better job of, uh, of route running and, and, and getting open guys. We'll see how that uh changes from year one to year two. Um, let's see. Uh, Brandon Reese also said if Daniels chooses to come back, I'll be surprised. If uh BK and Joe Sloan managed to keep us there too, yeah, I think that's kind of the assumption. Which we that that's a good transition into the transfer portal Reagan. Um, obviously, uh, a lot of LSU guys have put their name in th- to the portal. Uh, I don't think really anybody that uh LSU super fans were completely surprised about. Yeah, I think the biggest yeah. one obviously being Jack Besh, obviously, he was right. a fan favorite in 2021. Uh, I his... <laughs> His reps, uh, definitely become very limited this season, especially dealing with the injury. Uh, so what so far has been, uh, your take on the transfer portal, specifically talking, uh, LSU? And I'll pull it up here while you discuss that.
1: Yeah. I mean, play the players who have entered the portal with LSU, not, not as surprised by really any of them, like, uh, Honestly, Jack Besh is your biggest one, but I don't even know if that is much of a surprise either, like you mentioned, uh, the dip in his uh, reps um, and uh, catches and targets and overall everything. Um, Not a surprise. Um, But the rest of the guys, I think other than that, maybe Desmond Little, because at the beginning of the season it seemed like uh, they had kind of spoke highly of Desmond, but again, he feels like he – fell behind and you didn't really see him. Uh, so really not surprised by that one either. Uh, most recent one obviously Cam wire, but but none of these are surprised like like you know, Ray Darius and and De- and Demarius, Demarius McGee, uh, all those guys, like these are guys who are not getting reps and they're trying to go somewhere where they can get on the field. So I don't blame any of these guys for any of the portal um, at all. Uh, and I and I fully understand it. I, I mean I don't know if it, I don't know if any of these are a major hit either. Uh I mean obviously you need secondary guys, but even if Demarius McGee and Ray Darius Jones return, like I don't even know if they're your starters, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. So fully get it. Um for all these guys and Cole Taylor, I, I mean Mason Taylor came in and took the job year one. Uh and you also gotta realize um they have Offered a transfer portal tight end, the guy from Shorter, Kyle Morlock, who's a Division II uh, All-American tight end. You have Mark Mackway, who's coming in early uh, in the spring. He's enrolling early, Um, so you got two tight ends, you know, right there. You you know, he'll get buried in the depth chart, unfortunately. So I I fully understand all these guys um, completely. I think what we need to talk about. Uh, mostly, Zach, when it comes to uh, this segment, is number one, some of these seniors that may return, which you know, or, or guys who have the potential of going to the draft, that can go to the draft, will they return? And who will LSU be targeting themselves in the transfer portal? Yeah. Uh, your biggest need right now, Zach, uh, is on the defensive side. Uh, you need DBs. You need defensive linemen and you need linebackers. Um, You've already started to see offers come in from LSU to uh, defensive linemen. Um, And clearly, Zach, uh, I don't know if y'all missed it or not or haven't seen it, but Denver Harris, uh, the former five-star recruit DB, the now top name in the transfer portal uh, coming out of Texas A&M, Uh, LSU was within his final names the day he signed to Texas A&M. He will be coming to Baton Rouge for a visit. He has not officially been offered uh, from what I have understood, uh, but he will be coming to Baton Rouge, having a conversation, and supposedly there will be a decision shortly after. So that's where we stand right now. Uh, with with you know positions of need uh zach let's i mean let's let, we'll talk about some of the players we've offered we've actually offered here in a second uh but since we, we, it was brought up i mean Kayshawn booty has already announced he's coming back and that is a yeah. I mean that was the shock of the offseason. I mean that that is the biggest news you'll get all offseason.
0: That's I think uh since I have been watching LSU football, which has been since oh seven, oh six, um that was the biggest shock uh of the uh, returning players returning yeah. players uh ever since I've been watching LSU football. Um and you know obviously has the potential to uh, have some more surprising shocks uh, potentially um, if LSU can uh, have some good conversations with these players we'll, we'll see
1: I mean Zach I, I mean let's not shy away from it B.J. O'Gillari and uh, J. Roy is um, big question mark will these guys come back um, it would be huge huge if you got them both back it'd be awesome if you got one back um, but who, if so, more likely will return? and uh, do we have a shot at getting both of them back? I mean, I mean, what does that look like, Zach, as of right
0: now on in your mind? I think you definitely have a shot at getting them both back. I mean, you're talking, you know, you you have the pitch. I mean, uh, you know if Jaden comes back, you have your entire offense, you know, we kind of expect guys like Greg Brooks uh, to return um makai garner actually can return you know well, he, he declared he declared
1: he declared and so did jay ward so that's why db think, is such jay a big uh, need. I,
0: I must have missed makai I, I thought he i knew yeah. he had an extra I know he is deal. declared that he declared today uh
1: yesterday, it yesterday. Okay. yesterday okay so i
0: missed that um which like i said work has been absolutely hectic um, but I think everybody on the—I mean, Kayshawn Booty's come back, so you're going to see everybody on the offensive side of the ball return outside of Dre Jenkins, um, and some, you know, some obviously some veteran linemen that uh didn't really get any playing time this year. They'll they'll probably leave or, or transfer or whatever. Cam Wire, Cam Wire, as we've seen. Um, I think I think Jaquel and Roy, you definitely have a really good chance uh to get him back. But like I was saying, you know, you have a pitch to say, hey. This is a team that can, can legitimately compete for an SEC championship and a playoff run. Um no, no. If, if you come back. Like you you have the opportunity to come back and win a national championship, like legitimately. Uh I mean they were in the discussion this year, which is crazy to say, you know, obviously they had the big letdown the last two games, but um, this is a team that definitely you get Jaden back, you get BJ back, you get uh, Greg Brooks, you get Jaqueline Roy, obviously Kayshawn already. You get those guys backs and and you're legit a preseason top 10 team. Like legit. No doubt. Yeah. Um, which is would be insane. Um and so I definitely think, you know, there is a pitch there. Uh I, I think BJ is going to be really tough to get back. I um, mean I mean he's a first rounder uh for sure. I mean he it seems like he is pretty much he, he is a lock as a first round draft pick. Uh, you know, Kayshawn's story a little bit different. He had seen his stock kind of falling, whereas, you know, he obviously coming to the season was on everybody's big board as potentially the number one receiver taken. He has since dropped to, like, second, third round. So he has a reason to come back, kind of prove himself, gain some more chemistry with the quarterback, whoever it may be, whether it's Nuss, Walker, Jaden. Um you know he has he has that reason, but I think you know with Jaqueline and BJ it's going to be a little more tough. I think Jaqueline – If if I were to put a prediction out, I, I would say Jaqueline comes back and BJ does not. Um, but there's there's a lot of other guys that are are question marks. Obviously Greg Brooks um, is is another name to mention. So I mean, for who for for you, who who is it that you're looking at to potentially stay, potentially leave?
1: Uh, I think J. Roy and Brooks are both coming back. Uh, I, I do think both of those guys are coming back and I got to agree with you. Ojalari is going to be your hardest one to convince. I think to come back. Um, yeah, maybe you can muscle up some NIL money, uh, for him. Uh, but, um, BJ's probably going to get paid over in the NFL. Maybe he goes, I, I don't know, we're waiting on a decision to be made there. Um, And not to mention, he's probably making decent money with it. Right, and some of these guys are. Uh, What was that last – what about Fouche? Fouche is actually out of eligibility. eligibility. Um, So he actually has to go. (laughs) Cannot return. Um, John Emery, that's another guy who I think is going to return as well. Yes, I agree. Um, Needs to return, I think, for his own uh, growth. Have a full season. The dude is yet to have a full season, uh, you know, in a while. I mean, last year, obviously he was completely gone and then it trickled over into this year, uh, dealt with an injury. I think was it the year before that too, when TDP took over. Um, so yeah, no TDP took over because John Emery was out all last year.
0: Yeah, correct.
1: Anyways, he also uh, asked
0: about Mike Jones. Um, what's your take on that? I, I think that, he, that Mike Jones has a, a big possibility of going to the transfer portal. I do. Um, you know, he didn't – he came in and had uh, a lot of hype around him because he had been fantastic at Clemson, been really, really good. Um, but he he came to you to be a Mike, and there's just been guys that have quite simply been better at the Mike. <coughs> uh, obviously, yeah. Micah Baskerville, guys like Harold Perkins have passed him, not specifically at the Mike, but at the linebacker position. Uh, Mike Baskerville, Greg Penn, Harold Perkins, Greg Penn, Demario Tolan, Tolan even yeah, Tolan um, have have surpassed Mike, and you hate it because he's such an awesome guy, uh, such a big West Weeks even had
1: more playing West time. Weeks,
0: yeah. So yeah. you know, I I think he definitely, you definitely see a potential there for Mike to enter and, and leave, and you know it, it's it's disappointing. Uh, you know, if he stays, then. If he wants to play, then he needs to go back to outside linebacker where he's where he's best because it just hasn't worked out at Mike linebacker. Uh Brenner says, Can Baskerville come back? Uh, no. He cannot out of eligibility
1: also. as well. He is also
0: no. out of eligibility. Um, but you got to give a, a hat tip to Micah, who has played phenomenal the last played three great. seasons on him, he was was good in 2020, uh, was really good in 2021 and again in 2022. Uh, and I know we've already discussed it plenty, but it seems like seems like every time during the offseason you, you forgot about him. And then and during the season, he just was like, oh, yeah, Michael Baskerville, he's like the best I'm really good. <laughs> yeah. So, and, of course, he had the 2019 season where he dominated special teams. So um, really yeah. encouraging the uh, last couple of years for him. You, you Give a hat to, to him and then uh, wish him best luck in the NFL. Um, anybody else, Reagan, that we're missing?
1: Uh, I mean, maybe of significance? Not really. I, I I'm, I'm not thinking of any off the top of my head. Um, most have either declared or are still up in the air. So, uh, don't I think we've discussed those or don't have eligibility. Correct. Um, so, real quick, we'll, we'll talk about. I mean, well, we can discuss it as long as we want, I guess. Uh, so far, these are the guys LSU has offered in the porter in the portal, not the porter. <laughs> LSU is offered. Uh, I think we've already mentioned this guy, Kyle Morlock, tight end from Shorter University, Division II, uh, All-American. Uh, tight end is a, is a your probably biggest position of need on on the
0: offensive side of the ball. Okay, I was gonna say. Uh, I think the biggest position of need, which uh Brandon, yeah, secondary. Brandon asked that. That's definitely the secondary. Secondary, uh, specifically sure. at the corner position, for sure.
1: Yeah, offensive side of the ball is probably your tight end. You have one scholarship tight end right now, currently uh in Mason Taylor. So Kyle Morlock is gonna be coming in. Mac Markway uh coming in to fill that as well. So again, that's probably why you see Cole Taylor enter. Um Brandon Fisk and there, here's two guys I'm high on, Zach, that we have offered. Brandon Fisk and Josiah and Josiah Stewart. Uh Josiah Stewart had a a breakout year, his freshman season at Coastal Carolina. Had uh 12 and a half sacks had another 10 this year has 25 and a half sacks his first two seasons as a college football player at Coastal Carolina um he had 25 and a half tackles for loss um this uh let's see that what year was that freshman that his freshman year 25 and a half um so Tackles for loss. I mean, dude has had a has
0: two in the back <laughs> great
1: seasons uh living in the backfield up at Coastal Carolina. LSU's offered him big high, you know, really high on him. Uh, and he has a few years of eligibility left. LSU like has guys who can come in and start on the defensive line. Like next year, we have probably enough to have a few guys our problem like to a, a really solid starting lineup like Mikhail Wingo, Mason Smith, uh if Jay Roy returns. The problem is you need some rotational guys. We we don't have a big rotation. Uh, one of the big things you saw with Georgia is they had a ton of defensive linemen and not many uh, or and rotated them and had kept fresh legs out there. Um so you saw that you know, a major difference with Georgia and LSU in that, whereas we were, you know, running Wingo and Roy and Ojalari and Ali Gay out there for the majority of the game with a few rotations. We need more rotational guys. We need to have uh, guys we can trust to go in, be fresh, and be just as impactful as our starting lineup. Uh, so Josiah Stewart would definitely add to that. Bray, uh, Braden Fisk out of Western Michigan. This guy is in the portal with five years already under his belt. He will be taking this will be his sixth year uh, at six and it'll definitely be his like one and done season if he were to come to LSU. LSU's offered uh, this guy as well. Had a great season this year up at Western Michigan. 58 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, six sacks, two forced fumbles, and a fumble recovery along with seven quarterback hurries. Uh, great statistical year would be another great addition to have somewhat of a rotation on the defensive line. I'm I'm really high on these two guys, and I'm really hoping LSU can land these two dudes. Um, the other guy that they have uh, offered is a player I feel like they're, again, getting to be rotational. The other two guys could be, like, key rotational guys, like, Big time players uh, for for next season. Brandon Swinson is a guy, that, an edge player that they offered from Oregon. Uh, statistics don't pop as much, but five and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, thirty five total tackles, and a forced fumble. Still had some impact, um, but not as much as these other two guys. But you know, he may come in, and you know, if he if he chooses LSU come in and, and dominate. Now, these are just offers. Like, these are these guys have not said yes to LSU, right? So, you, as of right now, you have four offers uh, to guys in the portal, Zach. Um, yeah. Brandon Reese mentioned Justin Flo with the linebacker. Obviously, linebacker is going to be a position of need. Um, like, y- you need some guys. I mean, you have Harold Perkins, Greg Penn, Uh, next year, Demario Tolan, you need some more. Well, obviously, West Weeks and Whit Weeks will will be coming in as a freshman as well. You need some probably more veteran guy to come in, uh, and kind of solidify that position so you have enough guys to rotate as well. Um, secondary, you just need like everybody, like Colby Richardson's gone, Makai Wing, Makai Garner is gone. Uh, obviously. Ah, uh, Jared Bernard Converse is out of eligibility. He is gone. You have got to restart, like replace your corners, your your island corners. You have to replace them, um, completely. So we are going to have Maybe to hit you the hope portal that hard. Seven
0: banks, uh, becomes that one of those guys, uh, guys. Maybe so. Maybe, Maybe so. Maybe obviously yes. dealt with injury a lot, but I mean, as you mentioned, Denver Harris corner. The top two guys making
1: a visit LSU, yeah,
0: making a visit. Uh, Cypress, uh, top top corner, uh, in the portal. J JQ Hardaway from Cincinnati, another top corner in the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, looks like after him, it's a little while before you see another corner. Um, that's in the portal. Let's see, Kyrie you Jackson. Oh, player. Kyrie Jackson, a guy that you recruited.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. He would be a, he would be awesome to get as well
0: from Bama. So you also uh, got
1: to think, Zach. You also got to think. You know, obviously, on the team already, you'll probably have seven banks back. Uh, guys like uh, Latarence Welch on your team, but you're also recruiting two guys that could be day one starters. Yeah, uh, as freshmen, uh, Desmond Ricks and. Um, uh, JV, Javen Taviano, uh, if you go get those, if you land both of those guys and then go say, get like Denver Harris, uh, you would be looking very good in the secondary. All of a sudden, you would be very good. Uh, depth wise, you wouldn't have as much, but boy, you would have, um, some talent at your top, you know, starting guys, uh. For the DB position. That would be awesome. That would be a dream come true. Zach, what would be kind of like your wish list? I have a wish list uh, for the portal already Uh, kind of in mind. Certain guys, what would be your wish list? Because I have a few guys that I I want. And you're looking at one of them there.
0: Uh, I I definitely think Denver Harris uh, would be a good one Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. to get from from the transfer portal. Obviously, that's a big name right now. I'm assuming the other guy you're talking about is LJ Johnson.
1: No, no, Dominic Levette.
0: Now, listen, listen, Reagan. Uh, Dominic
1: Levette. I listen. would love Dominic. Is, is LJ Johnson the guy from Baton Rouge?
0: Ah, uh, let's go, let's go see. Now, look, I do think it'd be good, uh, Cypress, Texas. Um, Some I do percent. think it would be good for LSU to at least entertain the idea of a, a an elite running back because you just don't have that right now. You just don't.
1: You have solid uh, rotational backs. You
0: got good rotational guys, and maybe I, that's I what don't know. Stick with
1: I don't know Josh Williams with a full year, man. Just, <sighs>
0: another yeah, for real. Like maybe Josh Williams just continues to up his game. Uh, I agree. I think Dominic Love it would be fantastic. Um, well,
1: supposedly, I, I've I've heard this. I, and I'm not 100 percent on it, but I have heard that they want to get one receiver out of the they portal. They
0: take the top off guy.
1: Yeah, and I Dominic Lovick would love it. Would be awesome. Uh, there's, would your
0: be other, uh, there's your other. There's your tight end offer, obviously. Um, I, I don't know much about Riveraldo Fair, Fairweather, but he's he's a big time tight end. Uh, apparently, in the he's number 14. Uh Kyle more
1: like who a d2 guy is listed at number 17 in the poor 17 that speaks yeah. to what he did down big there.
0: Time. D2. big time um Reggie, do, do they go after i mean Rod thomas is a good wide receiver if they're gonna go after another someone, good one like, yep. another wide receiver yep. um uh, i mean i honestly I, I i've only looked at this like a couple times so i haven't really okay. I, mean, I mean that's denver, fine denver harris is honestly probably my my biggest uh you've got to i would love Fentrell Cypress, you know, I, I definitely think that as as Brandon asked, you you want to address corner and D B. So I would love to get some big names <clears throat> at those positions. Yeah. Kyrie Jackson's another one I've mentioned earlier. Um, I don't know if there's anybody else that uh that just s- strikes my interest. Um, do you think they go after uh any offensive linemen?
1: No, I, I think we've recruited. I think we have maybe our, some
0: interior guys,
1: maybe. I mean, maybe if you, I mean, you kind of have you know, you're gonna return almost your entire starting lineup. And I think Charles Turner is another be question. Back. Yeah, is he back? Yeah, he'll be back. Like, you have your starting lineup plus uh, one extra guy, like Anthony Bradford and uh. Garrett Dellinger kind of rotated in and out because of Garrett Dellinger's injury. Um, and you also have got four offensive linemen that are committed right now that are going to be solid guys to come in and grow uh, as freshmen. You're you're not struggling too hard there. Maybe you go get one. Maybe you need a veteran guy who has experience uh, just in case. Uh, so you're not relying on freshmen. Maybe so. I mean, maybe so. Here's my wish list, Zach, for the portal. Here's my wish list. Denver Harris, number one. Uh, I, I speak highly of Braden Fisk and Josiah Stewart. They're on my wish list. Dominic Lovett. I want Dominic Lovett from Missouri. He's my fourth on my on my wish list. Uh, I would love to add Justin Flo to my wish list. I don't think that's feasible. I, I think he winds up at Miami. Um, so not really... Yeah, not not too high on him um those four guys oh shoot i'm i'm drawing a blank on the other one i was thinking of oh uh zavian thomas zavian thomas from from mississippi state who was a freshman this year he was like their specialist uh returner we need a very reliable guy who can field the ball and have elite speed. Xavier Thomas is that guy. He is from Louisiana. From Louisiana, John Errett High School. Go freaking get him! Go freaking get him! There is yeah. no reason. There is no reason we don't go get an elite talent uh, or a guy with elite speed who was great as a freshman at Mississippi State, who's from the state of Louisiana, who's in the portal and in a position where you struggled mightily all year long. Go freaking get him!
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Uh,
1: that
0: as of right Chris, now, those are the guys. What about Chris Hilton though? I mean, he should be healthy, and if he if he's returning, which a lot assume he will, uh, you know, maybe that's a guy you look to. If, if I, you don't, me you know. I mean, I, know that that's right. fine.
1: That's fine. I haven't seen him do you know do it yet though. I mean, he has he's had his injury. Yeah. I haven't seen him do. Xavier Thomas did it all year, and he did it really well. Yeah. And he's from the state of Louisiana, which is kind of a key thing for uh, Brian Kelly, as we've we've known from last year, and it has been made aware to us that he has a list of players who are in the portal who are from the state of Louisiana. Um, so, yeah. Oh, um, linebacker, uh, I mentioned Justin Flo. Uh, I really would love to go look at McCullough, who's transferring from Indiana, but it looks like he's on his way to Oklahoma. Uh, he was another freshman standout linebacker. Um, but looks like he's headed to Oklahoma. I I honestly don't know when it comes to the linebacker where we're going to look to in the portal, Um, but there is big names like Justin Flo, uh, McCullough, um, the dude from Oklahoma. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, Um, who's transferring from Oklahoma. Uh, He's another – he's a big linebacker who's in the portal. Um, So you need to go get – some of those, those are all, like, position of need. Um, so, and, and those are my, that's my wish list right now, as of right now. So, that's where yep. I stand with those.
0: I definitely think um, they're going to, obviously they're going to hit the transfer portal. Uh, and I think they're they're going to um, do a phenomenal job at getting guys that they need to get. Uh, let's hit a couple questions, Reagan. Uh, then we can wrap up this segment before we transition into a break and then uh, discuss basketball because obviously we got a little while until we watch another football game, uh, LSU football game. So we're going to be focusing yep. on basketball here for, for quite a bit. Um, so let's see what we got. Uh, Jason Baker asked a good question because I know this has been asked a lot. Isn't yes. Denver Harris the problem child from a and
1: So that is the thought around Denver Harris, sack. Um, You know, there was the video that emerged of him speeding around in a parking garage that was not a good look. Um, there was he's also, also
0: – He's also a kid.
1: Yeah, he, he's also you know, a true freshman. Yeah, he's 18, 19 years old.
0: Yeah, so let you know, um, maybe give the kid a little break.
1: And there was the incident that supposedly, supposedly, um, he had smoked in the locker room. And it has come out that supposedly that was a vape and not a blunt of marijuana. Uh, everybody thought it was it a blunt. Sometimes. Um, wasn't a smart idea, regardless of what it was, wasn't smart. Um, but here's the, here's the deal. He's a true freshman. Uh, he went to a team that lost a whole bunch of games. Uh, his first season did not go well. Uh, it's his first year of college. He's trying to have some fun. Uh, let's show some grace to the kid
0: and enjoy it. He's time got some growing it, to do.
1: He's got some growing to do. and again, he has not been offered to LSU, but they are meeting with him. So what does that tell you? Yeah Brian Kelly wants to sit down, talk with him, discuss things. And see where he's at before making an offer and maybe making a move on him. So I would say trust Brian Kelly in that process and don't jump to conclusions and write him off immediately. So
0: uh, let's see. Brian Reese said LC already has three corners in the recruiting class with Rick Taviano. Uh, would make five corners plus Harris, make six new faces in that cornerback room next year. That's a lot of depth at the point. Yeah, you definitely need to build depth. Uh, Jason Baker, when we were talking about running backs, he mentioned freshman Trey Holly and don't forget Caleb Jackson. Do not forget Caleb Jackson. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what their running back room – you're going to have a lot of running backs in that running back room next year. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, who's going to emerge? Who's going to emerge? I think you very well potentially could see – uh, you know, somebody like an Armani Goodwin, somebody like a Noah Kane, enter the transfer portal. If you know, it, it seems like one of those two guys are taking over. We're, we're going to. I would say out.
1: likely Armani, since Kane has already hit the portal and his reps kind of increased at the end of the year. And he, well, Armani,
0: here's the thing: Armani was the dude. He was the dude before. Yeah, he was. Mood. So you know, he was. I don't know. You got a lot of options at running back. I mean, you're going to six scholarship guys. That's a lot of hey, that's back.
1: that's that seems to be has continued to seem to be Frank Wilson's M.O. when it comes to running back. So, yeah,
0: and I, I mean, I'm fine with that. But, you know, I, I'm, I I'm fine think, with it. I more think is
1: the more the merrier.
0: <laughs> I think there could be some attrition there because uh, guys are going to be so maybe now. so. Um. Ray Powell to go get Bill Norton from Georgia for the interior uh defensive line. You I mean that'd be nice, but I mean on the interior defensive line, you're going to have Wingo coming back, you're going to have a hopefully a healthy Mason Taylor. It's really Mason the edge Smith. that you really need. Mason Smith, I'm sorry. Yeah. Smith. Like you really need uh Well, you need
1: rotational guys on the inside too.
0: For sure. You, you need uh, rotational. For, guys. And and you're going to get Quincy Wiggins back obviously, uh which is which is really impressive. I'm looking at uh the the line right now, uh, the, you've got. Oh, he's already committed to UCLA. I'm looking at seeing if where are some edge guys in the portal right now. Looks like the high. We've well, offered Swinson. You've offered Swinson. Uh, looks like one of the big names is Truman Jones out of Harvard. Apparently, um, <laughs> but he's he's only like a th- three star rating in the transfer portal. So, um, looks like. There really isn't a whole lot of options there that are available per this is again per 247 and what they have um, as some top dudes. The, the biggest guy was Deson McCullough, who was out of Indiana and he's committed currently to Oklahoma. Looks well, he's he is uh, 100% crystal ball to Oklahoma. Um, so we're going to figure out how that ends up working out. So we'll see. All right, well,
1: Zach, I think we need to take a break, and then we'll come back, hit a few comments, discuss the basketball uh, games tomorrow, uh, and and then wrap this show up. So we'll get it right to that after this.
0: Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have T.A. merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to tigersavenue.com and clicking on the merchandise tab. We have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes, converse, and slides. Head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, mugs, bottles, and tumblers, phone cases, You can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more all at tigersavenue.com. Head on over to tigersavenue.com today, click the merchandise tab, and get yours now.
1: All right, right back at it here in the Tigers Avenue, Zach. I think we have two comments we didn't get to uh, with
0: Brandon at the bottom there. Which position group do you have the most confidence in? I think you got to go back to wide receiver. It's going to be, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, that's a pretty easy pick right there.
1: I uh, have some confidence in the offensive line a lot more. I,
0: I I do too. Also, I was, I was thinking that uh, when he asked the question, not the most
1: confidence, but. That's,
0: that's actually weird. where my mind went to when he first asked that. Um, but obviously, it's got. It's. I think you got to go look at Zach. It.
1: There is a golly. So there is a video. Obviously, Jalen Carter had a great game against LSU. He's one of the best players in college football. He'll be drafted probably within the ter- top five picks in the draft. Yeah. Uh, but John, not John Emory, uh, Emery Jones. Uh, there is a play that I saw some film on where Jalen Carter lined up against Emory. Well, I don't know if he lined up. I think he kind of stunted and wrapped around. Either way, Emory got pushed on the first shove. Like Jalen hit him with the one hand through Emory Jones completely like that. Like, you know, when you're an offensive lineman, you want to have – you want to maintain balance with your feet and have your hands in front of you. This shove almost essentially took Emory's feet out from under him and had his hands welling back like completely out of position. But Emory regained his balance and his feeding, reestablished himself and escorted Jalen Carter, who's going to be one of the top picks in the draft, after being like flung back. Re establishes himself and escorts him past the quarterback, really impressive, and kept him safe. These two freshman tackles this year have been incredible. Will Campbell and Emory Jones are going to be amazing the next two years. I, LSU, and, hey, and that was a huge play
0: since the last time we've gone. Um, all the SEC honors that these guys have gotten, uh, and we had
1: six freshmen in the hall, so you
0: know, that's that's really impressive. Uh, Brandon did ask, and I, I know this is on the lines of recruiting, not technically, yeah, press yeah, order, yeah. but asking about Nicholas Harbor, uh, you know, where would he play? Um, and I have to agree. He said, he said, I want to see him line up next to May Smith. Yeah. I think you, if Be you awesome. get him, you <laughs> are going to want to have him as an edge. Yeah, I don't know if we get him though, honestly. Um, he's crystal the, ball to South Carolina.
1: He's crystal ball to South Carolina. Um, I mean, I think he goes to South Carolina. LSU's track did kind of help with that situation. Maybe he ultimately decides to go to LSU. We don't know. Um, I would say he's going to to South Carolina, but he's a big track player as well. Um, And obviously, LSU has a great track program, and that was a big thing as well. Um, I don't know if we get him, though. Anyways. All right, Zach, basketball. Um, The women play Sunday. The men play tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, against Wake Forest in the Holiday Hoopsgiving in Atlanta, um, ESPN Power Index has LSU as a slight favorite, um, but Zach, I don't like our chances against Wake Forest. I mean, what's your what's your initial thought? But I I I, I don't like our chances. But I'll let you I'll let you give your initial thoughts on the game tomorrow.
0: Uh, I think this is uh, a game where you know we obviously had the k state game but i think this is a game where we will you know kind of see you know more of what this team really is no um, you know if they come no out doubt. and they dominate this game that is going to be very very encouraging uh for us as lsu fans to you know because obviously we, as we've mentioned they have very much struggled uh they barely won the last game um Again, Arlington. UT Arlington, and it was a struggle. They barely scored any points. You know, the defense, I think, has looked pretty good so far, but um, as we've mentioned, both both offense and defensive side of the ball have been inconsistent. So I want to see LSU come out, and I want to see them dominate a good opponent. I want, I want the LSU men's basketball to come out and do something that the women's team's been doing, which is dominate –
1: Oh, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, the
1: women's I, I, team has that ability. I don't know if the men's look yeah, like the
0: have that ability. <laughs> I think if they put everything together, you know, they have a lot of a uh, veteranship, and and obviously they've got guys in KJ Williams and sure. Adam Pillard that are problems. They're they're both those guys are problems. The, the The thing is, both of those guys have had times where they just aren't effective. Um, yeah but they also have games where they look really, really good. So um, I'm interested because, look, we don't have football tomorrow, so I'm going to be watching LSU men's basketball and LSU women's basketball. The men, they play at one. uh, The women, they play at two. So a little bit of a crossover there. You'll probably have to switch back and forth a little bit uh, there. The women play Uh, Sunday.
1: The women play play, Sunday.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. They play Sunday at 2 o'clock, not Saturday. Sorry. Um, So, you know, I mean – I don't have anything else going on, Reagan. So I'll be watching. I'm not watching Army Navy because I'm pretty sure that's tomorrow. I don't. Care. <laughs> I honestly don't no. care. Like, respect the troops. Obviously, uh, appreciate all those that are in our military. But I, I don't care to watch Army Navy in football. I, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So be, I
1: mean, obviously, I'll be watching it, Zach. Um. Uh, but Wake Forest has already beaten Wisconsin, and they've already beaten Georgia. Um. They did lose to a team like Clemson, um, but and they have played close in some other games against some teams they probably should have handled. But a win over Wisconsin and a win over Georgia makes me feel like,
0: uh, I don't know if we're better. Than, we are going to find out. It's
1: a completely different game, though. Uh, but this is a Power 5 opponent, and you know they've had some Power 5 experience already. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. Obviously, I hope they win. I this hope is a team that
0: you definitely want to get a win against. Uh, Tyree Appleby is their leading scorer. He averages about 18 points a game. Um, so that's going to be somebody to watch for for Wake Forest. Now, the women's, uh, they played this Sunday UNO, against, yeah. against UNO. UNO, terrible team. Not a good team at all. Should dominate them. LSU should Not even worry about it. <laughs> Not even worried about it. They should get back onto their 100-point winning ways. Um you know, or scoring 100 points, I should say, not beating the opponents by 100, that'd be insane. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I fully expect LSU women's to dominate that game. I don't know. If, there's not really much to talk about in these two games. I, I just think, you know, it's something, obviously, LSU fans, we can turn into and watch right now with football at, at, a, at a at a postponage for now until the bowl yeah. game November the 2nd.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we'll watch it and we'll see how it plays out. Um now something interesting that is able you, you you know after the LSU game, if you wanted to flip over and watch some UFC, Paddy the Baddie's fighting tomorrow night in the co-main event, his biggest fight so far in his UFC career. Reagan, I might uh,
0: watch it. You're gonna throw Paddy
1: Pimblett, Paddy like Pimblett, and also y'all see Zeke. Hold, Boston, on, hold on. Did I, see,
0: did I see that boy back look at there. Zeke. Tell him come here. You gotta say he's got at least come on Zeke.
1: Uncle Zach wants to say hey to you. Here he comes. And uh Raul Rosa, the youngest guy to ever get a UFC contract at 17 years old, is fighting tomorrow night in his debut.
0: Say what's up, hey bye. Hey, what's up, Zeke. What's up? Can you, Can you say, say the tigers? tigers? Can you say Patty to Batty? He can't he can't hear you. You say Patty the
1: baddie. Say Patty the baddie.
0: Patty the baddie. Yeah. You like got some
1: congestion going on.
0: <laughs> I I, I, I gotta be honest, Regan. I think I might watch that. Now, you, I know you, you. Now you don't pay for it, don't you? Like kind of.
1: Uh, got you, you know, get that stream east.
0: We made it to be careful. We're, we're kind of on uh, this. Uh, you know, we're on watch the pirated stream. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, I might have to do that, Reggie. I might have to go to this yeah. uh, this, this website here and see if I can watch the matchup. Cause yeah. I gotta be honest, I've been kind of following Patty a little bit on social media and I've been sure. I've seen some like short clips, some shorts, some some videos, you know, short videos. I saw this one Reagan where he had uh, he had come to remember, the, uh, the ring doorbell of somebody's home and his dog yes, had, <laughs> yes! his dog had relieved <laughs> itself on on uh, their grass and he, absolutely. he was absolutely for how terrible it, the relief was of the dog <laughs> um, and uh, they're like it's fine let it go you know so that was funny uh, and then I watched the highlights some highlights of him uh, whenever I was hanging out with you this past weekend. Right. Right. So I, I think I might actually want to watch that. Cause yeah. I, I kind of, he's got this, this cocky, arrogant yeah. attitude. And usually wow. I'm not a fan of that, but I kind of like it. it. You know, yeah. I kind of like the way he, uh, parades himself a little bit. Oh, he's, he's, he's,
1: he's got the charisma about him. He's young. Don't care, uh, he's man. good. And this is going to be his, his biggest fight so far. So I'm excited about that. All right, guys. Uh, Great show tonight. Uh, We're going to take one more. Do we need to take another break? we already taken both breaks. (laughs) We'll take one more break. Uh, We'll come back and we'll wrap the show up. I'll get to y'all's last last few comments. And uh, we'll wrap it up right after this. Five Star Hero. Your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, guys, it's been a great show tonight. Appreciate y'all coming in here and joining into the Tigers Avenue. Get to y'all's last few comments here. Brandon Reese, Harbor has a better chance to win at a higher level at LSU than at South Carolina. I agree. That's why he should come to LSU. At least we hope so. I agree. Pierce Lee, hey guys, first or second time tuning in. Well, Pierce, whichever time it is tuning in, welcome or welcome back. We hope that you'd come back and join us uh, some more. Uh, curious of your thoughts on Ashley Williams from Zachary, Louisiana, decommitted to Auburn from Auburn. Yeah, I, look, my philosophy on Louisiana players, uh, if they're good enough to go to an SC, another SEC school, then they're good enough to come to LSU. Uh, I would love to see Ashley Williams uh, from Zachary commit to LSU and come to LSU. Uh, he's a DB, um, and we need DBs, so um, I'm all for Ashley. Uh, coming to the tigers so would, would love to see that all right guys really enjoyed it tonight appreciate all y'all joining in uh, and commenting and interacting we always love it pull for them tigers tomorrow hopefully they can uh, get their first power five win of the season over wake forest would be a great confidence booster for this basketball team uh, as we get closer and closer uh, to sec play Uh, Monday, we'll be back to recap all the basketball games and discuss some more uh, on the portal and players returning if they announce or not. So we'll see you right back uh, on Monday here in the Tigers Avenue. We'll see you next time. Five-star hero, take us out. Peace.